Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, Room Breakers, to the Lucky Die. Previously... Lafian helps his friends, Rao refuses to be ignored, Squash becomes interesting to Daechin, and Sultana gets to see her wife again. The heroes continue the fight as both sides are joined together. As the ruse are brought down, their connection to the gods are restored. However, Daechin manages to escape with Comet before he can be killed. Are there any other consequences to splitting the planes? How powerful was Daechin's horse? And what other surprises does Daechin have in store? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. find yourself in Daechin's lair. He's gone. Common is gone. You have a single prisoner to one side. There are corpses of the people that you have managed to take down all around you. There are the fallen brethren from the lodge here also. What do you want to do? Um, Probably should have asked this before, but can somebody refresh me exactly who Common is? A librarian from Falsum. Thank you. I probably asked this on the last episode too. My brain is so scattered right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's sorry. fine. They're the one uh, that Common... came with us to the what should we call uh, the, yeah. the Agma Library? To the library. Yeah. And they passed out yeah. outside. Yeah. Yep. 
they're reading that like suspiciously tall looking statue type thing outside and then passed out out there um, mm -hmm. with information referencing probably most of your names. So, yeah. I don't think we figured that out, did we? <laughs> Sneaky little fuck. Yeah. <sighs> uh, also, the same comment from Bogren's backstory, if you've listened to it. Yep. Um, all of our team members who are not 100% dead are standing, right? Yep. Um, when a debt came, uh, a debt healed everybody. That's why I'm not dead. Okay. Yes. Uh, a debt basically turn up and cast. Well, uh, at least I remember the old school version of heal, which is you give everyone like 100 hit points each. Yeah. But there was no specific spell. And we were like, fuck it. This is happening. She's a goddess. Fuck. Yes, we're doing this. So I think it's a that's, class that's feature for Cleric of the Sun now. I think so. Yeah. But that what happened. So. I <clears throat> I'm going to uh, go manacle the paladin dude. I have manacles in my bag. I laughing just goes over and just it's like grabs this guy's arms and starts manacling him. Um, the uh, the the paladin just puts his hands out and he he doesn't make any resistance at all. Like it was very obvious the moment he threw his weapon down and wasn't taken along with common by Dacian that like he's here now. He's, no, no, no. He's hands, not fighting anymore. Laughing's not stupid. Behind his back. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's, it's almost like. He was formerly part of a special investigation group that had to do things like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you absolutely manacles his arms behind his back, he's making absolutely, like, no resistance at all. Kicks the weapon away, probably towards, like, Damaz. Um, you can see that Damaz is actually going over to the Fallen Lodge members and that Helsif and Grumsh are going with. They're just kind of collecting them up. Um, and you can see that Grumsh is casting some sort of magic on both the bodies. Can you? We're in a weird little cave room with yep. an altar in it. So there's a weird cave room that you're in, kind of circleish in shape. Uh, to one side, there is an altar with a bunch of things on it. Behind you, there is the way back to where you came. Off to the left, there is a room which was common and the uh, nightmare horse came from. And on the right-hand side, there's another like corridor off, uh, which you, you haven't explored either areas, but you basically have three exits from this room. And this room is just a plain hewn, maybe a little bit of magic used to just make a circular room. Not uh, decorated, yeah. not made nice in no. any way. No, this is just a hewn circular room that had four runes in it previously. That's it. I think Squash is just kind of trying to figure Dajan out at this point. Like, <laughs> he's such a weirdo that he should be more... Um, <laughs> He would want more luxury. He would want more beauty in his surroundings, I assume. Uh, but I guess I guess Squash is just going to go peek in the room where the nightmare came from, where Komen and the nightmare came off from. Uh, does anyone want to go with? Um, Rawl's pretty close to there, I think. Okay. And yeah, Rawl shuffles behind you. Okay. Um... Off to the left, um, you find, uh, basically you go through like this corridor. It's not massively wide. It's definitely wide enough to get a horse and someone riding atop it. Like it's it's kind of tall versus wide. Um, and you go along this corridor and you do like a steep turnaround to the right. Um, and you find yourself in a fairly large room. Um, the floor has rushes down. There's a table and a couple of chairs. Um, ahead of you, you can see... Um, 
not exactly a fireplace, but somewhere where a fire... No, correction, I'll, I'll rephrase that in a minute, actually. Um, you also see a desk, you see a meditation mat to one side. This area is a little bit nicer than the, the plain area behind you. There's stuff in here for sure. You can see that there are scrolls and papers everywhere. You can also see there is another exit off to one side and you can actually see very easily squashed because of your innate bullshit. That um, you can see that's probably where the horse itself was kept. It's just off to one side in that other room. Um but what you two noticed, having entered this room and very, very immediately, is that there is a lot of paper, there's a lot of scrolls, a lot of what looks like magical tomes and books in a pile at the other end of this room, and they are on fire. Ah, shit. Um, I cast control fire. Um, yes, in, in, instantaneously extinguish the flames within a cube. Uh, the cube can be five foot. Yeah, that would cover everything. That would be everything. The flames just die down. Um, as the flames die down and as you kind of like try to control these flames and, and uh, snap them out, uh, you can see that as the flames go out, you can see these tiny like wisps of smoke f- like going up in different colours. You can see like these kind of pieces of ash and like, you know, if you set fire to paper, you always get those little bits that float around in the air. This is exactly what is happening. The little cinders. Yeah. Um, right. In the other room, I think... Seeing that there's a whole bunch of this questionable stuff on the altar, Laughing's yep. probably going to walk over and look at all the stuff that's on there. You said there's the shards of Savras, the the pieces. Yep. And... There's like one whole when you like I'll just give you a basic description of what's on okay. there. Um, as you get closer to the altar, you see that yeah, you have those shards of Savras, but they're all cloudy except for one there's like one whole shard left the others are broken and, and clouded over you can also see that there is uh the same vial that um zoltana had put her blood into when she sold them to the carsons back in dark hammer you can see that that blood is now basically all gone and there's only trace amounts left inside this vial and you see both of these things on top of a small round black disc of onyx the disc is about mm, slightly bigger than your hand and what's on this the disc uh, it's the shards in the blood. Okay. Um, so he's going to take the shards off of the disc using Mystic Hand because he's not touching anything because he doesn't know what the hell that disc is. Um, Smart. Shards going in his bag of holding. The vial, he'll... I mean, there's barely anything left in it, but just in case, he's going to take that and put that away as well. Um, the disc he's going <laughs> to okay. have, like, picked up with the mystic hand and he's just going to kind of bring that over like towards where Carson is and just do you know what this is is this something of yours uh, no uh that is absolutely not mine i believe uh i can probably identify it but i need this off my wrist and he raises his hand and you can see that there's the the bracelet the anti-magic bracelet um like the three of you would actually be familiar with except this one is a little bit more delicate and clearly exudes a lot more magic if i recall correctly those need either a password or a key yes yes and i unfortunately have neither laffian reaches into his bag of holding and pulls out the book of passwords and is going to start going through there to see if he can try to figure out what the password might be. Okay. Um, how about an investigation check? Okay. Uh, am I misremembering something? What is this book of password thing? I don't remember this. You earn around for it. Well, please. Uh-uh. Enlighten you remember me. that heist mission? 
You remember the heist mission that actually went well? The one you weren't on? Master Chief? <laughs> I, I, they, I, they got a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were off visiting mummy and daddy. I've I've yet to see No, he that. was he wasn't, he wasn't even visiting them. They were like on the other side of the wall and he didn't even bother go to go in and say hello. <laughs> you I've yet to see Danby be a, uh, a useful sorceress, so meh. <laughs> oh, 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 I am. Yeah. Throwing that shit down. <laughs> All right, All right, right. motherfucker. You know that thing we're going to do later? I'm storing that. I'm storing uh, that back oh, in my no. hand, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. What did you get? Uh, nat 20 for 36. <laughs> um, you look at the construction and you, you utter a few keywords, watching very intently to the way that the crystals inside this bracelet react. And very probably after about 10, 15 minutes of trying out odd little words and putting together like different sounds, um, you utter the word freedom and it opens. Um, however, it's not muttered in mm, common. Um, I believe that you know under common, correct? I do. It's uttered in undercommon, which oh. is not a particularly mm, not particularly well spoken language here, um, but it's there. Um, you have the right intonations in the right places. Um, let's put it like that. And yeah, the bracelet pops open. There we are. Um, I'm going to leave that with you then. Uh, thank you. Uh, you see him like uh, flex his fingertips, and you see like a small um, ethereal hand appear underneath the disc, and it takes it from you, um, relieving your mystic hand with his mystical hand bullshit. Um, and you see him basically sit down with this thing just in front of him, supported um, by his mystic hand, and you see him begin to like cast the magics of identify. Uh, Sultana, what do you want to do? I'm gonna go punch the shit out of a wall. Really um, hard time being in an angry headspace today, and it's really annoying. <laughs> it's okay. I think I can get you out of this. I think I get you out of this fairly quick. It's fine. Um, all of you just hear this crack and a thud. Even those of you who've gone like major way to the <laughs> other room, you hear this crack and a thud as Zoltan just like, pounds against the wall. Most people's heads turn in your direction, including the prisoner, and just feel a very soft and gentle hand on your back, Zoltana. And um, Adette says, "It's okay, honey. We'll." We'll get him next time. What if there's not a next time? I don't think we're going to be that lucky. I have a feeling that we're probably going to be seeing Daechin again, my love. I'm just going to, like, lean into her. Yeah, she she puts her arm around you and, like, pulls you, like, very close. And you can feel her, like, leaning, like, like the top half of her just kind of on, on your head. Because um, she's that much taller. Um, and she says, it's okay. So, we've been, I'm going to ask that really horrible question because we need to know, honey. Um, Anna, how long has it been since the veil went up for you guys? 20 hours? Veil. I'm going to look and the... be like, oh God, I have no, I I don't even know uh, who's around that I can <laughs> Direct that question. Uh, Tuck, Elise, Damas, Helsif, Grumsh. Um, actually, Grumsh wouldn't know. Um, and Lafian and the the cleric. Uh, the, sorry, the paladin. Lafian is saying a bunch of weird ass <laughs> words at a bracelet. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Sultana would know, basically, you woke up yesterday morning and everything was fine. Then Ilmeta died and it's basically been since then. So probably in the region of like, yeah, 16, 17 hours, something like that. Uh, Like almost not a full day, but almost. You see her eyes like go a little bit wide and she looks over at Grimp. She looks over and has like a very similar look on his singular eye. Um, can I have each of you please roll a D2? Uh-oh. Everybody? Yep. Novi, what are you doing? Something spooky. That's certain. Oh, boy. I don't like the red look of my D1. I got a one. I got a one. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only one that got a two. <laughs> the one time we needed you to roll low. <laughs> what? Oh. Um, she looks over at she looks over at Grimsh. Um, she looks back at you and she says, "It's been five days for us. You guys are on a different. I mean, all the planes act differently under time, but you guys have been gone five days, huh? V? Yeah, we're already under time pressure. What the fuck is this? Me just moving time along a little." Wait, for them or... Uh, wait. Guys? I am assuming our material plane uh, does not matter in the grand scheme of the blissful eclipse approaching, so I think it's more the sentinel plane that matters. So we just lost basically four days because we actually experienced one of those five. Yep. Uh, hey, Laffian. Yes, little <laughs> occupied one. Yeah, Stop what? talking to the bracelet for a minute. <laughs> It's a very good conversationalist. <laughs> I I really have a hard time believing that, but okay. Either way, the point is, the important thing is, we've been gone for five days. He like pauses for a second and just kind of does like a slow head turn to look at you with squinty eyes like, how does that play in this stuff? Okay. Wonderful. Doesn't change what we need to do, but okay, wonderful. All right, you can go back to talking to the bracelet. <laughs> I'll be sure to inform the bracelet of this uh, this uh, development. Zoltana looks over at uh, <laughs> is is a fuck. What's in it? Kythea near nearby. Kythea no, Kythea is not here. No. Oh, that's right. She's like gone. Uh, so. Yeah, so the folks in the room with you currently are Carson, um, the Paladin of the Blissful Eclipse, Helsif, Grumsh, Damaz, uh, two Dead Lodge members, Adet, Tuck, and Elise. Oh, and uh, Claus and Tio. If you want to punch somebody, that Paladin is a ripe target. I don't want to punch anyone. <laughs> I just, I wanted, I had this, I was going to turn to, I was going to turn to somebody who was really close to Laffy and be like, uh, I think that he's cracked. But Inverno's not even. <laughs> no, I haven't tracked the code yet. I'm still working on that. That's not. He, that's not what I mean. I th I'm gonna just turn to Odette and say that I think Laffian's correct. Before uh, or after I had yeah. a brain thing shoved into my skull. <laughs> I yeah. I I guess he's just trying to help Carson's. Um, do we trust Carson? No. Mm, I don't think so. 
maybe we shouldn't be giving him that black disc if we don't trust him. It's, there is a lot of dark magic on that, my darling. Maybe have someone with a bit more magical sense keep an eye on what he's casting. Uh, do that because I'm distracted. Well, our most magically inclined person is our two most magically inclined people are a not here, and oh well, I guess no Taylor. I don't think I count. Wait, where's the where's the (laughs) wait? Where's the guy? The fucking uh the secretary. Oh, Trempel? Trempel bitched out earlier. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> All right. So not either not here or like, you know, I mean, a god possessing our friend. He's not so bad. But maybe we could ask Elise. Elise knows a lot about magics. At least generally speaking. Hey, Elise. Uh, you can see that she and Tuck are just kind of like sitting on the floor, just like, or rather, they're kind of just lying on the floor holding hands. They're just like, they're done. <laughs> she like raises one hand with a thumb up like, uh-huh. Can you come over here for a second? Um, okay. Uh, you see them like whispering something very quietly to each other and like she slowly drags her ass up. Like she looks fucking done. Uh, she went down super quick in the fight. Um, she walks over to you and uh, she she smiles and then very quietly she says, yeah, what can, um, what do you need? I promise it's not like super intensive or anything. I just need you to go. Oh, thank God. Keep an eye on Laffian because he's talking to a, a a bracelet and doing some magic shit. And I just want to make sure that nothing bad is going to happen. Okay. I, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. <sighs> Cool. All right. Um, she looks like she's collecting herself a little bit and she kind of just goes over and sits like next to Carson, half keeping an eye on him, but mostly watching laughing because, yeah, as you said, he's talking to a bracelet. So she's a little concerned about him, but she's at least keeping an eye on Carson too. Good. I have a book uh, Tuck of just kind of <laughs> like Tuck just kind of like rolls into his front and just kind of very slowly drags himself over to where Elise is and just like lays his head on her lap, just like he's done too. They're just. They're exhausted. Laffian is reading the bracelet, the world's most boring fantasy novel. Just I'm trying words. to bore it to death. <laughs> you will open this class, but I will keep reading. Okay. <laughs> Mercy. <sighs> All right. Squash and Ral, you're in the other room with some burning shit. Ain't burning no more. Non-burning shit. You're correct. Yes. Thank you. Unburnt stuff. Smoking. Yeah. Smoldering. Smoking. Yeah, yeah. smoldering. Uh, Great word, yes, smoldering. Squash puts his hands down and looks at the pile and looks over to Ralph, just like, do you think, do you think we're lucky enough that any of this is usable? Um, Ralph has experience with this because Ama burned all her papers all the time to keep people from finding things on them. Yes. Does this look like this is very... Well covered. Me. <laughs> this looks like the fire has been raging for like a couple of minutes. It's not been long since like Common was in here and then came through. Like you're probably talking within like a minute and a half at this point. Um, so th- the fire is would pretty well, but 
like it was piled up not quite as effectively as Ama did, where she just like put it up to her face and went, um, and it was set on fire. This is definitely inex. Um, this is not expertly done, at least compared to Ama's standards. So yeah, there would still be some, like, especially the books that were in here. They probably wouldn't have burnt very much at all. Some of the looser stuff on top definitely would have. So you reckon there'd be- definitely be something salvageable in here? Neat. Okay. Okay. Um, Ross gonna kind of try to push all the ash away so that we can get a pile of um, something to carry into the other room that um, yeah. is relatively clean of any okay. smolder and yeah um, yeah uh, you managed to clear a lot of this ash off and like basically what is salvageable is probably about an arm's worth of material um, there's two books that lean they seem to be on a similar subject um, and they're kind of smallish but the rest of it are like loose leaves, uh, loose leaves of paper and scrolls and such like you can tell that some of them are clearly magical uh, some of the scrolls and such like um, because they haven't burnt at all um, this was a last ditch effort by someone who didn't understand exactly or didn't have enough time to set magical flames um, well, Raul and Squas are like cleaning up the books. Squas kind of like quietly just set, like asks the ask Raul, like, "Do you think um, which do you think is likelier that Komen has been subverted by the blissful eclipse, or that Komen has been replaced by the blissful eclipse?" She did lose her her. She did lose consciousness outside the library. Um, might have been replaced then. Wouldn't be surprised if Dachin knows where the library is. He's probably been there once before. I don't know. Uh, can I have each of you please make um, a perception check for me, please? All right. I know where this is going to go, so I'm just I'm just prepping that shit already. Just hoi hoi. That's an 18 on the dice, so 31. Uh, And a five. Uh, On a five, you're more focused on getting all of, like, the books and the sheets of paper, like, in a carryable state. I got ashes in my eyes. Uh, Oh, oh, damn it. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Uh, However, squash on your 31, um, around here, you notice that there are some, like, um, potion vials of different types. Um, But what really draws your attention is that there are three greater healing potions in this room. Ooh. Wow. Uh, the rest of the stuff just looks like standard, like... It's uh, just like standard debris of everyday shit. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not worth looting, per ba- se. Bat guano, a couple of, like, tears of a basilisk or whatever. Who cares? Bat guano? What the fuck is this? It's I don't th- have that kind of stuff in my room. In, God. In I didn't point, keep the horse in here. In 3.5, <laughs> it was, like, the standard uh, item used for fireball. Like, every wizard just had oh, bat okay. guano on them. <laughs> I, I think it was Fireball. It, it was some standard spell that almost every wizard had. Anyway, um, Squash is going to uh, go collect the um, three greater healing potions. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't really take you long to do any of that. Um, and you're all kind of back in the, the same room again. Um, you can see that Damaz, um, when you all come back, that Damaz and Helsif have both like basically picked up one of the Fallen Lodge members. Um, you can see that they're... They're, they're basically super dead. Um, there is not much coming back from this. Um, they've clearly just had some magic cast on them as like um, Grimch takes his hands away from both of them. Um, and you see that Damas and Helsif just like, uh, they kind of like look at each other and, and then Damas says, we're 
we're gonna go lay these two to rest and um we got uh we got some shit to do uh if you need anything you know where i am just have to just have to, just have to call on me your bloodiness i'll be there and you can see that health if also like nods in your general direction all right i will bloodiness and he he basically begins to walk away unless you're gonna stop him no i don't really have anything for him that i can think of uh i, I think squash just feels bad that people had to die for us to uh, achieve not killing dayton <laughs> stupid <laughs> you also hear so you can access your gods all right <laughs> It's not just a mission about vengeance. I, 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 I mean, know it's we, pretty we, good part of it. We passed goal one, but I also wanted goal two. Like, I, 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 I wanted to be able to make my scout badge killed Dajin and put it on my sash. Where the hell did that reference come from? Not, I'm sorry, Neil, please cut this. <laughs> and it was never cut. Um. So what I'm hearing is is that Squash is a, a Boy Scout. Uh... Next question. <laughs> um, okay. Um, as as they leave, uh, Grimsh kind of like walks over and uh, puts a hand on Damage's shoulder, who kind of almost reflectively like backs away from him, and they exchange something very quietly in Orkish. Um, does anyone speak Orkish or understand? Shit. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> only Raoul, I think. Ooh, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Visual uh, gag. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, visually waving on an audio podcast. Um, you just hear Grimsh very quietly saying, um, basically thanking um, Damas for healing the witch. And Damas basically just tells him to go fuck himself. And they leave. <laughs> Grimsh looks annoyed, but I'm going to say impotent. Like, let's <laughs> fuck we can do about it. <laughs> is, All right. is Grimsh there in person or is he in Demi? Uh, he's with Demi right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like his his avatar isn't here. The only avatar proper avatar here is Adette, mm-hmm. um, and you can feel that coming off in waves of magic. Yeah, just wanted to make sure I wasn't. I'd be I've been imagining the other thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we have books. We have papers. Um, we have. What is that? This Carson has. To be determined. Okay. Ah, well. Um, he looks up at all of you and, and like, at least looks over to you, Zoltana, gives you, like, two tiny thumbs up and then just, like, slumps back down a little bit again. Uh-huh. Um, and he sits. <laughs> uh, and Carson says, well, I have just finished this. Um, if I didn't know any better, I'd say this was an anchor of some sort. This has heavy dark magics about it and it's not of our world this is not magics i fully understand this is not from our existence shall we say what he left that he took coleman but he left that i assume you're talking about the tall half-elf man sorry yes sorry i squash I... Let, let's not look a let's not look a gift nightmare in the, in the mouth all right no, I think we um, definitely should. My uh, bullets. This, this, I don't know if you ever heard the story about uh, the warriors that 
killed people from inside a a, a giant uh dragon sculpture, but uh you never wanna be you gotta be careful because one day your enemies will send you a giant dragon sculpture and then they'll <laughs> murder you from I, inside of it. Honest right, I I wouldn't trust this either. Like well, this is just too comfortable. We're not going to trust it. We're going to trust Emil to do something with it. We're gonna have to study it and protect it. And I do have an idea how to protect it. Uh, I I wrote down the runes from the Forge of the Worlds. If we if we recreate those runes, we should be able to make an area where Dachin should not be able to find it again. Rawl is like looking at the books and thinking about like Squash's concerns earlier, and he's like, "Why did Coleman? Why is Coleman valuable to him?" Because Coleman knows what we're doing. Coleman to him is like these books to us. Can't Coleman tell him too much? Why would he rescue her and not the paladin and not take the anchor? It seems odd. Something. What is Coleman? What? How is Coleman so important? How is everything else so valueless? Well, there were a lot of us between him and the anchor, not so much between him and her. Coleman was with us when we went to the library. Coleman knows where the library is. The library is burning. Okay. um, There's a lot of things that we don't know the answers to here. Why don't... um, Is anybody else here able to... Well... Carson, you can. Um, someone go with Carson. Take that, and he points at the disc. Take that to Emil. Uh, praise them of the situation. And uh, I can try to see if I can figure out the relevance of those books. Maybe I can take a peek into their more recent past, and maybe there's something that they were talking about or having a conversation about. I will have the witch read those texts. They appear magical. At least from here. You might be able to figure out what it is they are planning. They're clearly important to Dacian. He did have Coleman attempt to burn them. Yeah. That would be very helpful. There is the, the, the door to the right over here. We haven't explored that area yet. Hopefully not more burning books. We've wasted a little bit of time right now. Hmm. Either I think we should probably gather up everything we have and leave. I don't like this, this place. This place doesn't feel right. It isn't. We can uh, check out the right area too, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there doesn't appear to be anything barring away. Um, unfortunately, there is really of nothing real note in here. Um, you can see that there is basically, it's a very crude bunk room. Um, there are beds in here. There are meditation spots in here. Um, there's like a little food area, but there really is nothing worth a note from a simple glance. Just, just is, it is, it appears to be what it appears to be, which is just a place to sleep. I, I don't buy it. I want to investigate the area. Secret tunnels, secret wars, secret and something. 
Secret tunnel. <laughs> yes, please. I, sure. I don't, sure. Go right ahead. <laughs> investigation, I guess. Uh, yep. Go right ahead. Thank you. That's a thirty. That's a seventeen on the dice. It is. I'm afraid exactly what it appears to be. Ah, fuck. It is just a place for these people that were helping him, part of the cult. Um, there aren't many sleeping spaces, uh, probably only like one or two more than the people that you have uh, laid to rest or captured. Um, there's really not a whole lot here. Please tell me Dacian's bed is a race car bed. <laughs> no, Dacian's bed was a simple meditation mat in the other room. <laughs> it was Fuck. the only one in there, by the way. <laughs> Maybe he likes, likes to lay down. He's a weird extra dimensional being. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he just doesn't like having a spine, if anything. Oh, I can't wait to get back you... to the blissful eclipse. I hate this spine. I thing. can't wait to be like a non, like, cons- like, um, uh, constrained for, yeah, corporeal for. We already know he oh, doesn't have a spine. He ran away. Ooh. Got a dunk- oh, damn. Got a date <laughs> like that. Vicious mockery from afar. Throw them 1d4 vicious mockeries. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, you don't find anything of real note. Um, okay. Would, would, would that have been better spent in the other room? <laughs> this investigation? No. Alas, really not, no. I will never know. All right. Like, from from a glance around, this area was prepared just for this. Like, this this reeks of long-term planning. is like, it wasn't used before it was needed sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Squash just gonna rifle through the area like quickly. Uh, any useful items or whatever, uh, grabbing it, but alas, uh, leaving once he's done. Yeah, yeah, nothing of real note. Okay. Um, uh, Squash returns to the main hall. I'm just like, yeah, uh, nothing. It's just a sleeping area. We should get going then. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoltana, would you like to uh, escort our uh? Prisoner friend here? With pleasure. Grab the roughly. <laughs> um, actually, I was thinking that you guys look like you've been up all night, and I can tell that some folks have been up for more than a few nights in a row. Maybe we should drop this one off with someone who can um, ask more pointed questions. And she looks really uncomfortable having said it. Laffian just holds up a hand and waves a few fingers. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's in my repertoire. I would rather I got some rest before, though, like you mentioned. Yes. I think I know a place, actually. Not really supposed to take you there. It's kind of where most of our avatars just power down and relax I guess but she likes shrugs her shoulders it's the end of the world so you'll meet us there and she looks over at um, a group she just like nods and he says I'll take Carson and get to hell this people they'll watch him I'm sorry what? Just shut up and get on with it <laughs> and he reaches over and puts a hand on his shoulder and is like this is for your own good this is far easier than having to know the whole truth I'm safer. But my shops, and with that, you see the pair of them go. Um, black little disc and everything, just whoosh, all off in one go. Um, okay. Uh, Adet puts her hand on um, Zoltana's shoulder, who is manhandling the prisoner, as he fucking should be. Um, 
And yeah, um, basically everybody reaches out. She reaches down to um, Tuck and Elise and she smiles like broadly at them. It's like, you can tell that she's happy that they're alive and they're just a little bit surprised because I think it's the first time they've seen her since she died. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big things, yo. Um, she reaches out, she grabs everyone, um, and you feel a pull on the back of your navels. Um, Wait, what about everybody else? <laughs> the lot of you. So, um, Zoltana plus Prisoner, Adet, um, Ral, Squash, Lafian, Elise, Tuck, and Claws all go off in one direction. <laughs> we feel tugs on the back of your navel. <laughs> All the important people, but there's still Emil and uh, uh, Trampal. Oh, you mean the people who Trampal, abandoned Emil us? and Trampal are at hmm. the top. You also have Nimverna still stuck behind. You can interrupt and say you want to go get them first if you like. Yeah, well, hold on a second. They abandoned us. What? <laughs> We're missing people that currently are unaware of what happened down here because they abandoned us. <laughs> you are right. You weren't here. Yes, uh, Emil and Trampal are waiting for. The thing, and then there's Ninverna and the weird undead dude that we're supposed to be guarding our rear. I think okay. weird uh. undead dude just went on a rampage. Uh. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think he cared not for our plight. <laughs> no, he was helpful. I mean, in a way. Our goals lined up, sort of. If you'd like, I can... Wait, how many of us are there? One, two, a three, lot. four... Five, six. <laughs> An awful lot. <laughs> it's not about the adventure. It's about seven. The ghosts you meet on the way. Do, oh, the, no. the do you need my fingers too, Lafian? <laughs> no, because yeah, if I... just how many fingers to put on. <laughs> no, the problem is if I go over seven, it's irrelevant. Uh, I have toes and the tail. I have a, a 21. You do. Yes, Raul, thank you. You know what? We'll, um, we'll use the tails. Not the hands of the toes, just, just the tail. Just one then. I can send them a message. I can send to them. I know them both. Okay, just let them know what has happened here and that we're going somewhere. Maybe let Emil know about the part where the anchor is with Carson. Carson, Carson and Helsif and Grimsh's people. Right. He'll figure it out from there. He's a smart guy. You see her eyes go purple, and then they return back to their normal color, and then they go purple once again. Um, and she looks at you, Lafian, and she says, "And um, what do you want me to tell Inverna?" Um, I hope she's okay. We're all fine, mostly. Um, we're going somewhere. I apologize that we could not exact vengeance for Talvin. We will continue trying. I'll be in touch. Laughing's like looking at like that. the group. Like, uh, is that <laughs> is, is that cool? Is that cool, guys? <laughs> I don't know how to handle this situation. Uh, where is Ninverna? Um, uh, Ninverna is currently outside the tree that y'all climbed through to get into this yeah, area. Yeah. They were kind of protecting the top. Yeah, um, just, the others were waiting outside the barriers of like basically you can't teleport here. Yeah. So that. Um, just make sure bring his soul to him. Just make sure Emil and Ninverna meet up. Emil and Ninverna meet up. I think I said Neil. Um, 
Um, yeah, just make sure they meet up so they can uh, travel back together. I, I, I think just making okay. sure that we don't leave random stragglers behind is important because this <laughs> this party fell apart fast. Yay! I mean, yeah, it was a, it's a shame I didn't have to voice 14 NPCs. Um, yeah. Okay, um, you see her eyes flash purple again and she sends the message out and she says, they, um, Emil said he'd join us later. He has some things he needs to do and Trampal is going back to Falsam and Inverna is going to go with. Oh. oh. And you see that she kind of smiles a little bit and she says, apparently Talvin is here. Well, I feel like Stafford is like, like, he's just like whipping his head around like, what? No, with... With Ninferna. He's with Ninferna. He still looks confused. <laughs> Is he a ghost? I think more accurately, he's a revenant. Did Emil do something? Do I need to have words? <sighs> I don't know exactly know what they did, but maybe that's a question to ask them when you see them. Okay. Well... They're going to Falsum, so... Okay, all right. Yep. Emil has them. Great, great. Fantastic. Okay. I guess off we go. Rawl is hugging Claws. Rawl is excited that Claws is alive. <laughs> Un- unalive. <laughs> Undead. Unalive. Uh, you can see that Tio is now, like, resting inside her rib cage and just, oh. like, poking his little head out occasionally. Um, they're, they're having the bestest of times. That's adorably um, gruesome. They're very happy to be reunited. <laughs> How morbid! <laughs> they're just happy to be reunited. Like they, they clearly are fond of one another. Um, Tio's yeah. A um, Adet reaches out, um, and all of you feel like the tug on the back of your navel. When your feet are on solid ground again, the whole group, the whole part of you, find yourself still in the dark it is still night time it's like three-ish in the morning now something along those lines so it's still like that pre-dawn phase um and you find yourselves standing on a long pale beach you can see and hear the waves off to one side you can see the moon which is almost full up um in the sky casting a lot of light across this kind of ocean you can see off to the right away from the ocean you can see that there are trees and a couple of small huts and buildings just like looking over this like beach area you can also see off in the distance probably maybe an hour's walk you can see this kind of like large stone structure um it's probably two stories high at least from what you can see above the the treetops um yeah that's kind of where you all are uh, that feeling of like dread and heaviness and basically necrotic shit um, from the lair that you were just in has just completely faded. It's good to see colours around you again, even though it is dark. Um, the light is kind of from the moon is reflecting enough off that you can see that hey, that's green leaves. That's going to be brown bark. This is like you know, kind of like very pale snow. Hey, look, there's some grass. I think that's a flower of some sort. Like you can vaguely see that there are colours again. Wait, is this? Is this in Bikram? Yeah. Where? It's in the Singing Waters. We're not actually that far from Yoli. Feels a lot warmer than Yoli. Yeah. And you can see that she looks up and around. And then Elise says, I think it's kind of too warm for winter. 
Well, that depends. Are we in the Northern Hemisphere, the Southern Hemisphere? <laughs> Stop with your global hemisphere, agenda. We're on a plane. <laughs> Hem- <laughs> hemisphere. What? Sorry, right. Forgot. Flat. Flat background. Right. Thank you. There's no equator here. I'm sorry. It's too easy. Wherever it is, this is definitely too warm for winter. And yeah, you can feel that that hot, like, like it's still like dark. It's still nighttime. But you know that kind of like heat at night where you just have to open a window and there's no bloody breeze and it's still too fucking hot. That is what this feels like. Yeah, it's that unpleasant warmth. (laughs) All right. Um. Any place to sit down, start going through books, just take it easy a little bit. I very much appreciate that. That building over there, maybe? Yeah, Adet points, and and so does Tuck. Like, Tuck kind of points to, like, the small, tiny little buildings that are overlooking, like, the beach itself. Um, this looks like these small little buildings, and then, obviously, the kind of big, more stone structure off in the distance. Let the audience know we went quiet because V was counting imaginary things. Count on your fingers, <laughs> your toes, and your tail. Um, yeah, Tuck points at the smaller buildings around you, and Adet kind of points up to the the larger stone building, which is probably about an hour's walk from the beach here. Um, and she says, "I guess take your pick." What's what's that stone building like on the horizon? Um. It's kind of just a more formal meeting area, I guess, if we want to talk a bit or, you know, bring guests that we want to impress. And she kind of looks at uh, uh, Zoltana as like, damn it, another date night ruined. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That kind of place. But the kind of smaller hearts is just mostly where we relax and just spend some time. I'm I'm sorry. Is this like the godly version of the Gentleman's Dueling Club? Is is that what I'm hearing here? No, this is um It's like a resort? It's yeah, it's kind of a bit more like a uh Yeah, it's kind of a bit more like a spa, I guess. If we just want to spend time in the physical realm and you know, take some time off. Do gods get vacations? Equivalent this This is kind of like Mod Island in World of Warcraft. <laughs> <gasps> We've gone outside the map, guys. Quick, before the GMs find us. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the GM brought you can us get here. here. If you have one of those anti-fatigue shit, uh, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry. The gods are there yeah. with the ban hammer, with the, with the exorcism hammer. I'm ready with it, yeah. <laughs> get your screenshots and then we're kicking your ass out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Uh, well, uh, f- fuck it. Yeah, Squash just starts wandering towards one of the huts. He has, like, his hands full of pa- papers and books. <laughs> Let me help you with um, that. I like Anna, books. Okay. Anna, should we um should we get our should we get our guest here settled in one of the cells? Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's the best plan. Yo, there's okay. th- there's no prison in, 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 in fantasy resort land. There is when there's is a god. Saying that? <laughs> I was about to say, like, a did just turns a look and he's like, it is now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> with a snap of a finger uh, and a flick of a wrist um, and, and one thing um, she puts her hand on um, 
Zoltana's shoulder and you feel that tug on the back of your navel as does the prisoner and you find yourself standing in a much cooler um, stone hallway. Um, you are clearly underground and you can feel like a breeze is moving around in here and uh, Adette kind of smiles and like she basically points and as you turn you can see that there is basically kind of like a prison cell, um, just like a very big room that has like benches and a bed in there um, and it just has like that locked door, um, just very heavy iron um and she says i this is probably a good place for him uh we can question him tomorrow yeah i think that's I a mean, good idea unless unless you want to do it now but i was thinking maybe we could um catch up on our date this evening and tomorrow and she yeah. kind of like smiles <laughs> yeah i'd like that so this area has uh like she kind of like she doesn't exactly push the guy in but she definitely closes the door behind him uh she's making no moves to take manacles off by the way um she says so the castle here kind of has um has a lot more magic to make things more comfortable here and um yeah um do you, do you want to eat something or maybe just go to bed yeah i think why don't we we can sit up and, and talk like we used to. There is a really beautiful view on the balconies. Um, and she kind of like takes your hand and, and she takes you like up a couple of flights of step. And as you kind of like walk out like through this kind of like nice-ish looking like uh, meeting room that's right at the top and she takes you out on the balcony, you can see this whole island um, spread out beneath you. And you can see that the... the there are like small like um, hills and like uh, almost mountains there and you can see that there is clearly what looks like a tiny lake on top of this mountain and there is a waterfall that flows down from it you can see the trees here and you can see like as the sun is kind of beginning to rise off to one side and you feel the heat beginning to hit you again um, you can see that the trees um, have multiple multiple colours this isn't just greens in here that was just kind of right by the edge of the uh, the beach itself you can see the trees are multiple colors they are things like greens and purples and oranges and you can see they're all different types of trees and you can see that there's even some other buildings off in the distance um some of them look like they'd be very old and ancient temples some of them look like they have fallen down and are just to be honest really beautiful like remains of an area um derelict buildings and stuff um and you can see like off in the distance the moon uh, reflecting off of the sea and it's doing that really like cute like uh, twinkling light kind of thing that you do when like the waves are like breaking up very very quickly oh that's so what's going on with you my love uh I think that we just assume they're having a really sweet conversation because I have no idea what they're gonna say <laughs> And I don't have the brain power for that right now. So I think we just That's let fine. the listeners imagine a very lovely They go to the fade on black conversation. Please feel free to write fan Zoltana. fiction about what Please. conversation that Zoltana and Odette had. Uh, Odette is definitely talking to you about some of the other gods. Um, like the experiences that and like the things that they went through. Um, but basically the worry that they couldn't contact anyone outside of the Cicero plane. Um, she talks about how she was worried about you, but she could still contact you. And that was a very strange and yet very comforting thought. Um, she tells you very much that she misses you and wishes that you could join them for like poker games at night. And she's looking forward to like your future. She's very optimistic and happy. Zoltana says a bunch of 
stuff about everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And get caught up. All right. Brilliant. We'll leave them in the, the talking through the night. Um, at some point, you have to... No, for you guys, this is the first night uninterrupted of interrupted sleep. So if you wanted to talk through the night and be awake tomorrow, that's fine. You would just have to sleep uh, the next night or you can sleep like this morning. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, Squash, you're finding a hut. Mm-hmm. Um, taking your books and scrolls with you. Yep. Laffian is joining. And, and Laffian with. And um, is Demi joining? Uh, I think Groomsh was implying that uh, Demi... Groomsh didn't, hmm? didn't come with you. Oh, um, shit. Groomsh he was talking was... about... Um... He'd catch up. Taking Carson. Yeah, yep. that he yep. would catch up. Basically. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, so you basically enter this kind of hut and it's fairly small. It is basically like um, one double bed. There is like a small cabinet off to one side, like the nightstand kind of thing. And there's like one chair and a small table. Um, there is like, uh, often like in the corner, you can see that there is like that um, that bowl of pebbles that has like that white candle floating in it. Like it is, the walls are very plain and bare and there's just like the most like modern, like um, minimal art on there of like flowers and stuff. Um, yeah, it's not a particularly big room, guys. Yeah. Uh, Squash dumps the books on the bed and just starts moving all the garbage out of the way. And I think he quickly <laughs> looks over to Laffian for help. Throw with his... pillows. There are throw pillows. Um, Fuck them. Uh, Squash, before you stop making a mess, uh, do we know which deity this particular building belongs to before we stop pissing people off? Uh, if this is a vacation place for deities, I'd rather not um, upset I'll, I'll... any of them. I I understand your concern. I'm hearing you. Okay, right. <laughs> but I'll put it all back. Uh it's 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 fine right now. I want to figure out these books. I want to figure out what Dajin was trying to okay. hide from us. I want to find out what is worth less than Komen but more than his anchor because I I don't I don't understand it and it's frustrating as Okay. All right. Bellum. So why don't we just let... Okay, all right. Sure. Let's just put everything down in the center of this very small room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Try to keep as much sh- of... Stuff out of gen- the way. Gentle, gentle, <laughs> There's no room service here, I'm pretty sure. Ow. Yes. Yes, there are no servants here, so I'll put it back, Lafayette. Just let me move it out of the way. I need more floor okay. space. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> For someone so small, you need so much space. I uh, my ideas are big, and I need space for them. Okay, no, leave me alone. Laffian's uh, just squ- gonna sit in front of the pile of books and just start trying to channel the fucking history site shit and see if he could figure out what the fuck is going on. Hmm. I still uh, have side how points. How much side points do you have? I I have enough that uh, I could do two two viewings. Uh, aren't the viewings like one third of your side points? Yes. So you've only, you only used one third of your side points. It's almost like I. It's, it's almost like I was struggling during the You're last. Unconscious for a, for a good portion of that. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember that was great. Um, <laughs> I was. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. What was I bound or Go mind right controlled ahead. or some shit? I don't fucking remember. Oh yeah, you got like someone stunned. was stunned. Yeah, that was it. I was fucking stunned. Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, third would be. So that would bring me down to that. 
All right, and then I have to make an in intellect check. 19. That is above my DC. What are you looking for? Um, I'm trying to see if there's any conversations that may have been had uh, pertaining to these books, either between Common, Dachin, uh, whoever was last reading these books and scrolls and whatever have you. Um, you get flashes of Dachin studying these. Um, you see, like, Common, like, peering over his shoulder, but she looks kind of confused. Whatever it is that is in this book is beyond her comprehension of magic or knowledge or something. Um, but Dachin seems to be intently studying them, and he very quietly mutters under his breath um, various things to do with um, binding, to do with uh, planar existences. And on a 19th, like, most of these books relate to the structure of Bikram. Um, that's kind of what you get from the things that he's muttering under his breath. He used these as information or correction to gain more information about how to construct miniature planes, like side planes. Um, like the books themselves don't say, add ingredient A and add ingredient B and you will get a mini plane. No, 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 there's none of that. He is deducing from the structure that the world is on how to do those. Um, but he seems to be struggling a little bit. That's kind of what you pick up from this. Is there one book in particular that seems to have more of like Dajin's taint to it? Gross. Um, <laughs> not to say that. Not grow really. up. Grow up. <laughs> Don't grow up, V. No, I thought no. the exact same thing. We all thought Thank it. you. No High-fiving no. you through the no. screen. The, Someone gets me. The three of you gutter rats can stay over there in, 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 in Thoughtland, in Horny Jail. Oh, so this is the book of the taint versus like way of the taint that we had previously. Gotcha. <laughs> Rawls you just think path, you can stay over in Horny Vale? Yeah. Yeah. You mm, fucking well. prude. <laughs> hey i'm the british one i'm supposed to be prude stop it Ethel. um there doesn't appear to be a book that has more significance on him figuring this out um it seems to be he's using a multitude of sources um some of which are here some of which you pick up from like looking through this vision they've been burnt like you can't find that you just like pick up tiny bits of ash when you look further into those but he's using a multitude of sources to figure out a new spell um that's kind of what you pick up Gotcha. Okay. Laughing comes out of his uh, vision then, and I assume Squash is still, like, grumbling and, like, shoving shit in the corners. <laughs> he's still throwing pillows everywhere. They've fallen over the books, and he's like, for God's sake. There's down know, in the air everywhere. just everywhere. <laughs> How many pillows can you have? Clearly, the deity that res that resides in this one is very fond of their pillows. Um, <laughs> now, if you would cease for a moment. I've okay. learned things in the time that you've been reorganizing. What? You weren't helping? No, I was, <laughs> well, being I a little more were... useful. Squash looks at the, the desk, which is too big for him to comfortably move. He's like, I thought you were going to move that for me. <laughs> me and what muscles? <laughs> I had servants saying... for that. <sighs> That's a good point. You got me there, Balance. No, Mafia, fuck! Yeah, the... <laughs> Listen, I'll respond to either. It's all right. I know, I know. All right. What did you figure out? It would seem to me that 
Daichin was using these to try to understand the 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 structure and building blocks of Bikron and trying to build like side dimensions like pocket planes. He's trying to make some sort of spell that previously does not exist, it seems like. But it oh. seems like he was struggling with it. Isn't he trying to destroy the planes? Why is he trying to make a plane? Maybe he's trying to... Wait, Raul, when did <laughs> he you get... from the doorway. <laughs> Raul, how I long have you been standing there? I imagine there? that... I don't know where Raul is if he's not with y'all. <laughs> with Raul, the two parties that we split then? into, I think Raul's with y'all. I want to say that Raul's not with <laughs> the faded to black scene. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> no, I'll be in the book room. Tuck and Elise have gone off to their own area. Um, as you look back at Raul, it's clearly against the door frame, just trying to find something to do. You can see Claws and Tio just like playing in the in the surf and on the sand. How dare you be this funny? Claws, be careful! I don't think salt water does any favors for rotting corpses. More, <laughs> <laughs> and they go straight back to it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's more a case of he's trying to make his own my guess uh, trying to channel my inner villain very difficult to do here uh, perhaps he's trying to cut off the material plane from all the other planes maybe this was a test maybe he's trying to shunt this material plane into its own little pocket and what happened there with being cut off from Cicero and uh, the Sentinel plate, maybe that was kind of an experiment to test. In which case, clearly he was onto something. Yeah. Like, he, he had clearly done something weird to the, 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 the first chamber of his lair. Um, he, it seemed to exist in, like, two versions at once. Remember, Demi, like, disappeared? Right. Uh, along with, like, uh, the, the two warriors? seems to me, though, that there needs to be very powerful catalysts for it to work. I mean, there's the shards of Savras that were there, and there's only the one remaining that has any potency left, it seems. And then there was Altana's blood, which seems to have been used up, because the vial at this point is basically empty. So it seems like only deities or pieces, fragments of them, are powerful enough to sustain it? Could be could he be going back to uh, the city of Dreneth, uh for more shards of Severus? It's quite possible, but my guess would be maybe his next stop is going to be whatever deity is passed on uh, after that. There's got to be other places where the gods are connected that maybe they're fragments, or maybe the relics that were used to kill them can now be used in ways that they did not intend, such as this. I I'm not sure. These are good questions and theories to bring up to uh, our resident deities that we know in the morning. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So fracturing the planes. Pocket dimensions. Cutting us, cutting us off. Yeah, that sounds right. Weird sounds crystals. Right. Hmm. Squash is just going to sit down and start like leafing through one of the books and he probably has Demi's uh, Idiot's Guide to Magic open on the side and he's just <laughs> referencing stuff there. You do yep, that. Yep, that's definitely a that's definitely a thing, yeah. <laughs> you do that, I'm going to I'm going to stop meditating. I uh I'm mm. tired. Yeah, uh yeah. 
Uh, th- thanks for the help. That that's a really good start point, starting point for me. You're and welcome. We move on. I sit on a, a not annihilated pillow, <laughs> and also at some point before conking out for meditation, Laffian does do a mental check in with, uh, with not Talvin. Fuck, um, Marnak, and is just like, "Hey, we're alive." Mostly, barely. That was painful. Hope everything's good on your end. <laughs> we we fixed the one problem. Um, yeah, it is. It is a pretty long um, response. Sorry if I uh, woke you before up. You get anything back? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> he basically says we weren't sleeping, but we can see the other planes now. Thank you. I'm glad you're okay. Tell Thorin I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Laffin is meditating. Uh, Raoul, what are you up to? Um, Raoul's got a level of exhaustion from something, either uh-huh. just uh, his sickness or uh, the magic stuff. Um, so he's Yeah, it's either from the sickness off. or it came from there. So he's going to go sleep? Uh, yeah. I think he's I think he's tired and defeated enough to just want to go <laughs> get a good uh get a good rest because like he also basically traded a point of exhaustion for another point of exhaustion at a point I think so Yes, I think so. I think he he failed the the check for the airline. Um okay, um I I going to ask the other question. In this in this very tiny hut, which is basically a bed and squashes like manic floor space filled with stuff and pillows thrown everywhere, are you staying in this tiny no. hut with them, or are you going to go find your own? I'll go find my own. I'm going to vibe <laughs> out the hut a bit, get a cozy spot. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's like there's plenty of them to choose from, and like you open the door to one, and they're all the same. They're they're all like this is a big bed. It's a very different kind of minimalist painting that's on the wall. Um, the rocks are like a different color. Like these are really dark purple instead of like just a dark rock uh, gray color. Like it's it's very subtly different, but they're not really different. Um, okay, so Ralph Ra- Ra- can go grab any one of those huts. Um, you can definitely tell that like uh, Elise and Tux they have their little shoes outside. Uh, they're just like nope, these aren't coming in here. This place is too nice and. Uh, this is God area. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we have. Hi everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We are finally getting a beach episode, and things get weirder and crazier from this episode out for the next couple. And um, I'm really excited for you to hear them. Um, thank you so much for bearing with our slightly iffy record uh, release schedule. Um, we have life, um, but we we promise things are mostly getting back on track. Want to say thank you to Dar for providing the voice of Grumpsh as always, amazing as usual. And I also want to say thank you to one of our newer patrons, Fell Sorcerer. Thank you so much. And we're actually caught up on patron names. We finally did it, guys. We finally got caught up. Um, thank you all so much. We really do appreciate it. If you want to reach out and say hi or anything like that, uh, you can find us on our social medias where you'd expect to see us at TLD Pod. You can also join our Discord and we'll try and remember to put a link in the show notes if you want to come join us there. And we would like to basically give a bit of a shout out to Reckless Attacks. You're going to hear the ad approximately now. A story of monsters, mystery, and myth. And the four adventurers who have banded together as heroes and as friends. 
And then he hears Val's voice from above, and then he basically feels better. Yeah. <laughs> Who come together to make the world a little safer for their fellow mortals. Large creatures. I brought Hody! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't put yep. Hody in danger. Well, I guess it's hero time. Reckless Attack is a weekly, collaboratively built, and character-driven D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. Join us at our table as we explore a homebrew fantasy world whose future is built on the mistakes of the past. A story of ultra giants and saints, legends and rediscovery, and stacks of frogs. Jackers is building his own Ewok village. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh-huh. Check us out at recklessattack.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.